Walk a little prouder. Being an innovator. Laugh a little louder. Joke around the trader. We can show you how to. And when will you be there? You belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to the Merry Marble Marching Society. March along, march along, march along to the song of the Merry Marble Marching Society. If you growl, if you groan, with the dour sour uncle, if you howl, if you moan, you can lose your sour throat and keep me trim and in step with the thin and unkept of the Merry Marble Marching Society. Boom, pow, bam, wham. That's right. I'm back. It's the Bone Crusher, Steve Brown. Guys, we're getting another Multiverse Legends episode before we get a new Wingeeks Clyde. Don't worry about that. I'm here, the Bone Crusher, your hostess, host, <laughs> your host with the most, uh, Steve Brown, and we are here to talk about Marvel Legends and DC Multiverse. That's what we do on this show, Multiverse Legends. Uh, last episode, it was kind of strictly uh, Marvel Legends, and I talked about the uh, the Marvel Hasbro fan first. I believe it was a Tuesday, uh, and yeah, now we're back. Uh, it's not just me on this episode. I'm gonna throw it to Joey. The Iron Cowboy Gunner Lang in just a bit. He's going to talk about some big time DC multiverse reveals we got. Uh, so I'm going to leave that up to him and uh, we'll see how this works out. And if it goes pretty good, going forward, I will do the Marvel and he will do DC multiverse. And once in a while, we'll have a little bit of uh, amalgamation comics, amalgam comics, and uh, we'll cross streams and we'll be in the same room and we will uh, discuss things. Um, I'm really, I had in mind uh, something I wanted to talk about. Uh, we'll see how much time we get and I still might, but uh, last week, or not last week, but the last episode, I talked about uh, Marvel, uh, Hasbro, they're going plasticless packaging so essentially it's boxes and uh, I saw a lot of people online in the YouTube community talking about this being the end of Marvel Legends uh, some people did it as clickbait and some people uh, you know they, they had their opinions uh, I don't think it's the end of Marvel Legends because Marvel Legends are so popular like we're going on 20 years since Marvel Legends first came about you know and uh it's, I collected Marvel Legends when they first came out. I will admit, when they went from Toy Biz to Hasbro, I kind of got out of it because some of those early Hasbro figures, they were weak. They were they were really ugly figures, you know? And I look back at a lot of the Toy Biz ones, and they're really ugly. Uh, but there's some of them that hold up, you know? Uh, that's an episode we'll do one time. We'll compare um, Marvel Legends, which ones, a few you know, which I think are better, a few of the Toy Biz ones that I think are better than the Hasbro ones, but that's, uh, that's not today, uh, <coughs> excuse me, allergies are kicking my ass, um, honestly, it's not the end of Marvel Legends, you know, they're being environmentally, uh, 
cautious. And you know what? The Fortnite figures, there's barely any plastic on there. There's just a window where you can see the figure inside. Uh, I think if worse comes to worse, they will do something like that if people have that much of an issue with it. Because I even think right now the packaging, it's just, it's just like, um, it might not be the final package design because I think they're really kind of, like, I, I get what they're doing and I open most of my stuff. The only stuff I don't open, actually, is the retro figures. And I don't think you can make the retros, uh, you know, without pa uh, plastic because then the whole like look is completely thrown off so I'm not worried about that uh, but I can see I do think the package is kind of weak and one thing I'm really afraid of I can't remember if I mentioned it last episode but I'm afraid of fig swapping it is huge like especially Mississauga Ontario amongst collectors there's a mall it's called South Common Mall there's a Walmart and everyone on uh, some of the collector sites I listen to, they are, I go to, and there's like a form, they refer to South Compton as South Compton, because it's like just a tr trash Walmart, like, WWE elites always, always swaps fakes, people will take the Jax version, swap it out, and uh, you get it a lot on Marvel Legends too, and, you know, I'm just worried about that, like, how are they going to stop that from happening? Um, so that, that to me is a bit of an issue. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, I think it's going to change the game a little bit. I think, um, there may be a lot less, you know, mint on card collectors, uh, considering, you know, like part of being a mint on card collector is displaying it. And if you can't see the figure, really, what, what is the point, right? Uh, know, and they're supposed to be doing this, like, they're running the gambit on all their figures, it's going to be like, like, Black Series eventually are going to be like this, and I already think Black Series, they already use, like, minimal amounts of plastic, and I think before they try changing it up, I think, uh, if I think back, not think, but if I remember back to the Captain Marvel movie wave, it had, like, a different kind of packaging, where the plastic wasn't glued to the box, and that trade, but I think a lot of people were just reaching in and stealing uh, Build-A-Figure pieces, so, <coughs> excuse me, that, that, that could be a, a big issue, and, you know, people just buying the figure, and taking out the Build-A-Figure piece, and just taking the figure back, it's gonna be so much of that, and it's not, it's not gonna be good, uh, but I'm sure they'll get to something, and I'm sure they'll make the, uh, the packaging itself a little bit more, uh, creative. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was, I don't know if, uh, you guys follow on YouTube, um, listen, if you're listening to us, and you're into figures, and you're on YouTube, and you probably know this guy, uh, he's known as the Toy Guru, I think Scott Knightlick is his name, I can't remember, but he has a channel called Spectre Creative, which honestly was one of my favorite YouTube watches. I, you know, I got the notifications whenever a new video would come up, I'd watch. And uh, he has said some stuff recently that I'm really, I, I really disagree with about Marvel Legends. He's saying 
<coughs> Marvel Legends are no longer going to be in Target. Um, or they're not skewed to have shelf space in Target or something like that. And it's just kind of talking about, uh, I guess, the decline in popularity. One thing I'm going to say, as a Canadian collector... Uh, and, and on Wing Geeks Glide, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about this on the next episode, I promise you. But it's like the woes of being a Canadian collector is stuff gets clearanced in the U.S. so often. Rarely, rarely here will you find some heavy clearanced items. And when you do, it's only a few bucks. I think most recent clearance I saw was, uh, the Odin Infinity Saga figures. Excuse me. Uh, the Odin Insinity, uh, Insinity, Insinity, uh, the Infinity Saga figures at my local Walmart, they went from 39 to 19 and now they're all gone. Um, but I see stuff in the States like $5, $6, um, $10. Nothing like that ever happens here. Like, if you listen to Wengi Slide or just watch anything, you would have heard us talk about. The price increase at Toys R Us, which is ridiculous. And it's like, they have, like, he, 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 okay, here, 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 here's an example. They up the price of Marvel Legends. Some of them are 39, some of them are uh, 42. The retro figures, so the Hercules and the Tigra, they were both 39. But just today, the day of this recording, I went to Toys R Us. They have more retro figures. They have the White Vision, Scarlet Witch, uh, White Vision, Scarlet Witch, Loki, uh, and uh, Falcon. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. And they are on sale right now. They're 20% off, so they're $28. So I looked at the regular price. They're $33.99. So that's the... $33.99 is the price increase on Marvel Legends here in Canada at Walmart and Indigo and wherever you can find Marvel Legends except at Toys R Us. It's got to the point where comic book shops are selling the figures way cheaper than um, the big box retail. So I don't understand. Maybe they're going back, but then again, they have the Thor Love and Thunder Wave uh, which I, by the way, picked up, uh, Gore, the God Killer, or Gore, the God Killer, the Christian Bale character, it's the only one I can find, uh, Jeff went in the morning, he took a picture, they had all of them, I went, not too long after, there was just the, the Gore, the one figure, but I got it, uh, but yeah, they're $42.99, and I got it with a, I have a Hasbro, uh, vendor coupon, $5 off, and plus it was 20% off already, so, like, I paid a lot less, which is pretty much how I'm going to buy stuff from Toys R Us. The last time they had a sale, I went and got the Stealth Captain Carter, because here in Canada, the Target exclusives are Toys R Us exclusives, so, like, we don't have Target. Anyways, um, we, to go back to my point, we don't get clearance items, in the States, so crazy some of these. I saw Eternals figures clearance for $6.98. Now, believe it or not, at my local Toys R Us, when the Eternals figures first hit there, 
they had a couple waves. They sold out so quick. So quick. I don't know what it is, but movie stuff sells good here. Like, seriously. Uh, they had last, like, a couple days ago, like, the Friday of Doctor Strange coming out. They had the, uh, what is it called? Defender Strange. The deluxe figure with the, uh, he's got the, the portal. They had a bunch of them. When I went today, there's none. Because people saw them in the movie and they wanted it. Now, they do have a lot of Eternals figures now. But, <clears throat> they're not clearanced. Uh, Toys R Us didn't clearance them. But they had Hasbro coupons stuck to them where you got $5 off. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh... So, here, there's always Marvel Legends. Even at my local Walmart, I'll go in and be like, ah, oh, there's nothing. Then I'll turn a corner, and, like, in some random spot, there's, like, a bunch of waves. It's, like, Eternals, the Villains Wave, the Ursa Major Wave. I know it's a kind of a, an older wave, but it's there. They've got the Doctor Strange Wave. They've got the Spider-Man Wave. They had the uh, Peter Parker uh, Walmart exclusive, you know, movie Spider-Man figure. They've had all that. For some reason, they're just not in the Marvel Legends spot, which is very bizarre. Uh, but yeah, the, you can always find them. So, uh, like Jeff, if you go look youtube.com, youtube.com slash Clyde, Jeff just did a toy hunt in the U.S., and he got, he, you see Marvel Legends on there. So, and he's at Targets and Walmart, so I don't know what uh, the toy guru is talking about. But, uh, yeah, um, we're going to talk more about that, and uh, I don't know, else, whatever else pops into my uh, my head. But, um, soon we will be talking, I really want to break down, uh, I really want to break down the uh, Eternals wave and just talk about it, because I have good things to say about it. I have most of them, when I only was really going to get Icarus at first, uh, but, yeah, literally, I am an open collector, and then I, I, I take my time on opening stuff, be, because, uh, you know, I, I want to record it, I get so busy, but, I, in my bedroom, I'm surprised my girlfriend allows this, beside my bed, I have on the wall, and it's, like, some Eternals figures, but it's, like, a bunch of exclusives, like, I have, um, <coughs> uh, the Katie, from uh, Shang-Chi, I have uh, the uh, Mobius M. Mobius from uh, Loki, I have the Translucent Miles Morales Gamer Spider-Man, I have Baron Zemo, the Walgreens exclusive, and so on, and so I got the Captain Carter, you know, I really got to start opening these things, but uh, yeah, it's just exclusive city, oh, I got the Spider-Man, the Walmart exclusive, but, uh, anyways, uh, I really am gonna start, like, I, I know almost every time if you guys listen to this podcast, you hear me say so much more coming, and it is, like, the Facebook, not the Facebook, the YouTube, uh, Joey's been posting stuff, I had some reviews up there, but I just never got around to, like, releasing them, Joey went on, he freaking released them, uh, 
Jeff's doing toy hunts. We're really rolling, and this week you're going to see a lot of content coming out. And, uh, but yeah, uh, so I'm going to take a break. We're going to go to a commercial. We're going to come back, and we're going to hear from Joey, the Iron Cowboy, Gunner Lang. He's going to talk about some DC multiverse, and then we'll come back to me, and I will wrap it up. We'll talk about uh, this Guardians of the Galaxy box set that showed up uh, online, and uh, a couple more things. So, this is Steve. You're listening to When Geeks Collide, the WGC Network, and this is Multiverse Legends, and we will be right back after these words from SunsetCrypt.com. Do you like horror, sci-fi, superheroes, comics, and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered with reviews and articles to associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. Thank you, Steve. Yes, we are talking about McFarlane Toys' newest DC Multiverse Build-A-Figure Wave announcement, which will be featuring characters from the DC Blackest Night story arc. And to say that I'm excited about that is an absolute understatement. Um, personally, the Blackest Night story arc, as well as the Brightest Day story arc, uh, has a very special place in my nerdy heart as it was my first actual experience reading a comic book story arc beginning to end and um, I actually racked up <laughs> a quite a big uh, late fee on that book from my local library early on in high school so bad to the point that I have yet to go back there to this day but I am not here to incriminate myself. I am here to talk about this super exciting Build-A-Figure Wave, which is coming at us courtesy of McFarlane, and he never fails to impress me, uh, despite the side-eye uh, conversation, uh, despite anything you may have to say about McFarlane, you have your opinions and you're entitled to them. But no matter what McFarlane has done or will do from this point, uh, he is forever forgiven for anything <laughs> in my books for this. Um, so yes, the Build-A-Figure is going to be Atrocitus, the leader of the Red Lantern Corps. Um, Jeff Johns uh, wrote the Blackest Night and Brightest Day story arcs, uh, and in Jeff, in early on in Jeff Johns' uh, tenure with DC Comics, he introduced the concept of the emotional spectrum having a lantern core for each color of that spectrum. Um, and Atrocitus's Red Lantern Core is just one of them. So that is going to be the Build-A-Figure, and. Honestly, that has been on my personal wish list for a Build-A-Figure Wave for some time now. So, to have that, like I said, is, is just incredible. 
So let's uh, let's talk about the figures that will be appearing in it. Uh, so we have Blackest Night, Black Lantern, Batman. Um, that announcement came to us first out of any of the other uh, three figures in that wave. Um, with um, a cryptic teaser, it was uh, just a hand reaching out of a grave uh, with a black lantern ring on it. Um, and that hand also had the uh, classic Batman gauntlet on, which obviously indicated that that is going to be the Batman from the Blackest Night story arc. And while, yes, that is incredibly cool, and it meant exciting things to come involving that story arc, a personal favorite of mine again, um, I wasn't very surprised, to be completely honest. As we all know, McFarlane has a, uh, a particular... Um, a particular favoritism toward Batman, and uh, why shouldn't he? But uh, typically we do see uh, an absolute plethora of Batman figures coming out of McFarlane toys. So I wasn't very surprised. Um, my interest was, uh, wasn't was exactly peaked, I will admit, but it was very cool. As uh, it was uh, the Black Lantern Batman, which as a huge uh, lantern aficionado of DC Comics I am uh, I was very excited to have so that was cool and we later find out that he will be coming with his uh, I don't I can't recall particularly if he is coming with any uh, extra accessories however he will be coming with the arms of Atrocitus so that's the first part of the Build-A-Figure wave. Secondly, if I'm not mistaken, we were introduced to the Superman Black Lantern variant from Blackest Night um, as the second figure of four in this Build-A-Figure wave. And while it doesn't come with any extra attachments, and uh, as, as Steve pointed out to me recently at a wrestling event, we were both a part of that he noticed that there was no Black Lantern ring on it and he wasn't sure if there was on the other Black Lantern figures in this wave and upon some observation and uh, looking into it myself um, I can confirm that yeah I'm pretty sure there is no Black Lantern ring to be seen on this particular Superman uh, which sure that's fine but I but I am fairly certain that there is one on Batman it's just because yes black gloves black ring you know it's small it's a figure of only seven inch scale so the ring itself is obviously going to be pretty short um yeah the superman is not exactly a big surprise either uh to be completely honest i had no idea where it was going where these figure announcements were going even at that point uh because we are also if you are a collector of mcfarland toys uh, you are no stranger to seeing m multiple variants of Superman as well. You know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, the DC Trinity seems to be a focal point for McFarlane toys. But anyway, the Superman figure will be coming with the legs of Atrocitus. Um, and then the third figure to be announced was absolutely what piqued my interest in this new wave. You see, 
I have been clamoring for any new character featured in McFarlane's multiverse line. So, seeing Deathstorm appear in uh, this wave was absolutely incredible to me. I had just caught up on the most recent episode of The Flash at the time, I believe, when I found this announcement where, spoiler alert, Deathstorm is featured in the CW Flash TV show. And uh, so the timing on that could not have been more perfect. I am almost convinced that he did that on purpose. Why the hell wouldn't he? So, one thing that I find particularly interesting about Deathstorm uh, is that he's not just another DC Universe superhero that came back from the dead via the Black Lantern rings. Uh, because after the Blackest Night story arc, uh, we do see Deathstorm being featured in, um, in some other m mediums of... DC uh, storytelling, be it in uh, in shows, comics, movies, sh or what have you, uh, video games, where he is a part of. Uh, for example, we will. Uh, I will point out. Actually, even in, I'm pretty sure, uh, Lego DC Lego DC supervillains. Uh, he's featured uh, in uh, the Crime Syndicate of Earth Three as their variation of Firestorm. Um, as yes, Deathstorm is the Black Lantern equivalent of Firestorm. And also, McFarlane hasn't given us a Firestorm figure yet. So to see that we have a Deathstorm before a Firestorm is actually pretty cool. Um, he, his design, which if you've seen them, you can tell is uh, slightly different from uh, the Batman and Superman as aforementioned, which is okay, absolutely fine. And because it's pulled right from the comics, the ring on his right hand is clearly visible. Um, and he comes with uh, the Black Lantern accessory and also comes with the head and shoulder pads or shoulder armor, if you will, of Atrocitus. And finally, <laughs> the fourth of the Build-A-Figure Wave um, Jeff sent to me right away. I had already seen it and I'd already fangirled out. I'm pretty sure I actually audibly squeaked um, in my living room and my wife wondering what the hell was wrong with me. <laughs> uh, was Kyle Rayner Green Lantern. Um, I do not have um, a Kyle Rayner in my DC Multiverse uh, McFarlane collection. So, however, I do have a Hasbro uh, Kyle Rayner Green Lantern as a part of uh, the Lobo Build-A-Figure wave that I had at the time built. Um, so, I've, uh, if you've seen, again, if you've seen uh, any of my figure reviews, occasionally I like to do a uh, McFarlane to Mattel comparison of figures that I now have uh, multi, uh, multiverse with McFarlane and multiverse Mattel, uh, counterparts of. So, uh, this is very exciting to me because now I have 
a McFarlane, damn near lifelike, Kyle Rayner in my sights that I will be absolutely doing a comparison to my Mattel one of. And Kyle Rayner is a big, big part of much of the Green Lantern mythos of recent history. And uh, spoiler alert, I guess, if you haven't read uh, the Blackest Night or Brightest Day storyline, uh, but Kyle Rayner turns out to be the White Lantern. So the sole, after everything's said and done, he's the sole White Lantern um, and going on going on well into uh, the DC Rebirth titles, such as Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, and even making appearances in the Green Lanterns uh, title featuring Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz, which, by the way, McFarlane, if by whatever chance you're listening to this, uh, we need. So please, if you could, it would be great. But I digress. Uh, the the figure is uh, is uh, of the of the variation in which you see him in the traditional Green Lantern garb, as opposed to his more um, uh, let's say artistic uh, <laughs> creative freedom attire, as uh, Green Lantern fans have come to know Kyle Rayner by. Um, but this figure. In all its glory and beautiful detail, will be coming complete with a uh, Green Lantern construct uh, lantern itself and uh, a sword, um, as well as the torso piece of uh, Atrocitus. And I just have to bring up again how excited I am to have an Atrocitus build a figure. Uh, just, because just when you thought that uh, Black Lanterns, like zombie Death Lanterns, are about as edgy as you can get in DC, you get you 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 get Red Lanterns, where their oath literally is, and I quote, "With blood and rage of crimson red, ripped from a corpse so freshly dead, together with our hellish hate, we'll burn you all." That is your fate. And if that doesn't scream intergalactic edgelord to you, I have no idea what does. But I'm going to stop myself there because I could just go on and on about this. I mean, Steve knew what he was getting into when he asked me to talk about this particular Build-A-Figure wave. Uh, so thank you so much for having me on, Steve. Look forward to talking to you guys again uh, in soon in the future. And I hope you are all as excited about this Build-A-Figure wave as I am. So... Steve, thanks once again. Back to you. You looking for this? <laughs> All right, we're back. Multiverse Legends. Joey sharing some interesting thoughts about some upcoming DC Multiverse figures. But I'm going to be honest, at the time that I'm recording this, I have not heard what he said. So hopefully uh, it was interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, guys, uh, just wanted to talk about a couple things uh, before it's pretty loud out there in the real world. I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. What I wanted to talk about was I, I had uh, kind of uh, teased it a little bit before I took off and we went to commercial, but uh, some pictures were revealed for a Treasures of Xandar uh, 
like a gift shop that's going to be at uh, Disney, I guess, with the ride, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's a five-pack. It's uh, Gamora, Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, and Drax, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it looks pretty cool. There's only like the one image of it right now. I think it's exclusive to Disney Parks, which is pretty crappy, but it is a way if you are going to Disney, if you're going to Disney or you have any friends going to Disney and you don't have the Guardians, it is a way to get the whole team uh, pretty much in one quick, uh, or one, what do you call one fell swoop, you know, you can pick them all up. Uh, but yeah, no, it looks cool. Uh, I don't really have a Groot. I have, like, the Groot, the baby Groot that came with the uh, Rocky Raccoon from the second movie. Uh, but I do have the Evolution of Groot box set uh, I recently acquired from my good friend, Julian, a.k.a. Mr. All Ego, Ethan Page. And uh, I still haven't opened it. It's another exclusive that's uh, on my wall of exclusives. So I don't, uh, I don't really know. I don't really know uh, if I am gonna open it or not. But it is cool, and uh, if I can somehow get my hands on this uh, box set, I definitely wouldn't be opening the group. Uh, but yeah, that's not the only new thing that we got. Marvel Legends wise, they have a uh, Marvel Studios. Uh, I think a Legacy series, I can't remember the name, but the first series is uh, Black Panther figures. Uh, uh, we're getting, we're getting, they all have all new head sculpts, so they weren't really using the, the face print for some of the first wave, but um, they're updates, and that, uh, I forget his name, uh, he's called Manape in the comments, Mubaku uh, Build-A-Figure is available in these figures. Um, they're cool. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know if they're doing it to have something out when uh, Black Panther 2 comes out. Uh, we have seen nothing about Black Panther 2. No trailers, no anything like that. So... I can't really, uh, I can't really say, I can't really speak on that, but, uh, in theory, I do like what they're doing, because there are a lot of the Marvel Studios figures that came out a long time ago, or came out in box sets, and so, like, a Coulson, like, we haven't got another Coulson, we haven't got another Maria Hill, or Sam Jackson, we got the Captain Marvel, but Sam Jackson, Nick Fury... <coughs> There's that, uh, there's that multi-pack, the Shield multi-pack, that honestly was a peg warmer at Toys R Us for years, and when I finally, like, really got heavy into collecting Marvel Legends and I went back to get it, they were all gone. It was a big, big, uh, collector regret for me. Uh, I have, since then, uh, I, I've been able to get the Samuel L. Jackson, the Nick Fury. Uh, and uh, the Maria Hill, but never 
would be Agent Coulson. So that would be something I would love for them to do. Um, I'm not going to sit here speculating. I just, you know, I think it's a pretty cool idea. Hopefully we get more than just these uh, Black Panther ones because, you know, there's a lot of stuff they haven't touched or a lot of things they haven't touched in the MCU in a long time. So it'd be good if we got a, a couple updates, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, you know, I pretty much think that's it. Uh, I don't know what else to say this week. Um, but uh, yeah, guys, uh, go watch Moon Knight. It just ended. I still haven't watched the finale. Go check out Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which I have seen and I did like. Uh, I know a lot of people have not liked it. It's getting very mixed reviews. But uh, I am a fan of Sam, Sam Raimi. I like his style. I love the Evil Dead movies. There's a lot of that in there. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I liked it. It was it was interesting, and I think it leaves the door open for so much more uh, in the MCU. And uh, I can tell you, there's some uh, characters that appeared in it. No spoilers that I hope we get in Marvel Legends 4, and, uh, yeah, guys, what else can I say, <clears throat> these allergies are still killing me, I know you're like, you're coughing, but it's just all, it's all connected, uh, you know, ears, nose, mouth, it's all connected, uh, but guys, uh, want to give a big shout out to Joey Gunnerlang. Uh, you can check out his stuff, uh, Horizon Comics, go on YouTube, youtube.com, and check out Horizon Comics, type it in, and you will find uh, <coughs> his comic book page, and you can, while you're there, look up When Geeks Collide, and you can see some of his toy reviews, he's got a lot of DC Multiverse toy reviews, and uh, he also, you know, does toy hunts, he recently did a toy hunt with his wife, which is very, very interesting. Um, guys, we're everywhere. Type in Wing Geeks Collide on all the socials. You're going to find us. We're even on Twitch, you know? Uh, and, of course, anchor.fm slash WGC Network. That's where you'll find all the podcasts like Multiverse Legend, all the past episodes of From the Page to the Screen, uh, which will be coming back. MSW New School Wrestling history 101 episodes uh, and of course Winky's Clyde proper and guys uh, yeah you know I think that's it and just check us out on everything and don't forget sunsetcrypt.com uh, the mothership check it out bookmark it check it out every day there's some articles Jeff's done a few articles and uh, I'm working on an article right now. I'm not sure Jeff knows about it. I don't think I told him, but uh, look out for that. And uh, guys, as always, geeks out. Bye.